Hey, how's it going, everybody out there? And the three people that are listening right now. Hey, it's Daniel, and um, some of you will probably know me. I help host a podcast called No Man with Mel and Daniel, and we have a whole lot of fun doing that. And um, had told you guys in that podcast a few times that I had some other ideas for some other podcasts and some things I was going to be working on, and this is one of them. I have my best friend Cliff across the table from me. Say hello, What's up, Cliff. Buddy? There you go. Hey, how's it going? And uh, we've been talking about doing a podcast for a little while and joking about it and, and have a couple of ideas of maybe how the podcast will go. Um, but we don't really have a name yet. and We don't really 100% know what we're doing, but we figured the best way to give it a shot is just sit down and give it a try. That's how me and Mel started our podcast. We didn't have a name for like the first two episodes. And we just sat down and started telling stories, and uh, it's working a little bit. We've got a number of people listening. Hopefully some of you guys have listened, and if you haven't, you can check it out uh, anywhere podcasts are available. But um, And I was hoping we were going to be doing a No Ma'am today and wanted to have Cliff on, but Mel couldn't make it. So me and Cliff will just work on something that we've been talking about and see how it goes. So All right, sounds good to me. Yeah, so it's uh, Saturday. We just had some pizza. Take care, Blaze. Blaze Pizza. Blaze. Not a sponsor. No, but I'm just saying that's <laughs> if, my new favorite restaurant. Yeah, if they want to be a sponsor, though, come on yeah. with it. Come on. Um, Blaze is good, and uh, if you've never had it, um, we one just opened here in Brunswick, and I guess they're probably all over the place, too. So um, it was the first time I've been. I've been to a place like Blaze before. I've been to Matteo's Pizza, which is very similar, but definitely not Blaze. So it was really good. Um, highly recommend it if you have a chance to check it out. If you're here in Brunswick, there's it's right over by Target. Can't miss it. Yeah, it's where uh, Five Guys used to be. Which that was odd to me that Five Guys moved. Yeah, I I really think that it was probably like a rental issue or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And they've had health issue problems there as well. I mean... Health issues? Yeah, like the Department the, of Health shut them down a couple of times. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? I have. I mean, honestly, I don't know, but oh, there wow. have been a couple of times where I went up to that Five Guys when when it was there, yep. and it said closed because, you know, the healthcare department closed them down. Oh, wow. That's, so I really think that's another issue, but... <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sketchy. That's I don't, just my opinion. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to Five Guys now anymore. No, Five Guys where it is really good. Well, I think it's actually better. Yeah, well, that's true. It might be. They probably fired everybody. They probably fired everyone, <laughs> even the managers. Hired a new staff. Matter of fact, I heard some places now, like Taco Bell just announced that in some cities, they're offering manage, management positions up to $100,000 a year just because they can't get good help. Like, that's sure. crazy. Yeah. $100,000 a year. Yeah. I program websites and don't make $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. I quit. I, I'll see you guys at Taco Bell. Come get a current trap. Yep. I don't even understand. Like, I mean, good. Uh, great for them. But, man, yeah. like, there are medical positions that don't make $100,000 a year. Exactly. And you're yeah. managing a fast food restaurant for potheads. Yeah. Like, just, not that hard. It's just <laughs> not that difficult. Don't yeah. think you should be prepared that much. No, <laughs> I, I mean I know guys who like enter the armed forces at less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, and yeah. you're managing a, again a fast food restaurant for potheads. I just don't even understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the, the price difference. You know how people get paid is sometimes too absurd. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. It's just crazy. I 
I know I'm underpaid. I get it. Yeah. But $100,000 to manage a Taco Bell. Come on, people. Let's yeah. be real. You're in the fast food restaurant industry. Although I will say, like, you know, there's been this big campaign for the last few years. And from what I've heard, the federal government has passed new legislation that's supposed to up everybody's minimum wage to like 15 yeah. bucks an yeah. hour. And you know what's going to happen is everything that happened in New York. Yeah. People are going to lay off people. Things are going to get more expensive and places are going to shut down. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to. Yeah. Because so you're not going to be able to have like five Starbucks in your town. You're probably going to have two now. Yeah. Because of minimum wage. Which we <laughs> in this town only need. Yeah. we really Like need. two. We've got like six. As a matter of fact, in Brunswick, most of you probably listening are from Brunswick. But sometimes people from random places find podcasts. And I, I hope you do. And I hope you find it. I hope you like it. But in Brunswick, literally... There is a Starbucks inside the Target, which is in most Targets. Yeah. There's a Starbucks. And then in front of the Target in the parking lot there's a, is a Starbucks. Yes. Yeah. That's, to me, absurd. There has to be a minimal distance of, like, five miles. Exactly. <laughs> I would think. I mean, I agree. <laughs> Although not for Dollar General, there's no. not a minimum distance. I no. literally can walk out one Dollar General and go across the street to another Dollar have General. Seen, have you seen that video on Facebook that um, Southern Living did on Dollar General? No. They're they're all sitting in the um, their office and they're doing going over their stats and everything. And the big guy, they, you know, they they looked at him and said, "What's the store number for this year?" And he just looks at everyone. He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> and like, what do you mean you don't know? It's like, you know. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> so like, how do you not know? Tell us how you do not know. And then he like shows maps and like, this was last year's Dollar General store count. And it just had like, you know, dots all around it. Yeah. And like, now it's this year. And then like the whole United States is covered in red. Oh yeah. No. And everything. They... And then there's like dots in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> like how did, how did stores happen in the ocean? It's like, I don't know. There's <laughs> islands out there. I don't know how that happened. And then like, they have a microscope and everything and they show like dollar general cells splitting. <laughs> And they were saying, like, there's another Dollar General store in the back of the old Dollar General store. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It was like, it was, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's how I felt when I first moved back to Brunswick. Like, I'm I driving. Because, I mean, I knew there was a few Dollar Generals around here. There's always been. There's been Dollar Generals in Brunswick since I well, was that, a little kid. That and now Dollar Tree is almost as bad as Dollar Tree. Yeah, I know. Remember growing up in this town, the only Dollar Tree was in the mall. Yeah. There was one Dollar Tree. And then it closed. Yeah. And we didn't have a Dollar Tree for, like, years. Mm -hmm. And now they're everywhere. Yeah. As soon as Dollar General came back here, I think Dollar Tree was like, oh, let's copy. Yeah. Well, and there actually is, on Perry Lane Road, yeah. there is a Dollar General, and across the street is a Dollar Tree. Exactly. It's like, what, depending on what side of the road you're on is which one you're going to turn into. Exactly. However, I will say, the difference, though, is Dollar Tree is literally like everything's a dollar. Yeah, Dollar Tree is like the true dollar store. Yeah, Dollar General is just, generally, it's generally. dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's in the dollar range. Yeah, exactly. But Dollar Tree is actually a dollar, although don't ever go to a Dollar Tree when they have a half-off sale. It just throws people off. Yeah. Well, okay, so wait, this is, it's a dollar, but it's half-off. So how much if I buy four? Yeah. Okay, well, half of a dollar, 50 cents, <laughs> yeah. four would be $2. Like, I don't. We can tell people didn't pass math. No. <laughs> no, I remember, though, I remember, and I know you did this, because when did you move? 
When did you move to Brunswick? When I was 10 years old. Oh, wow. It was like right before my 10th birthday. I felt like you were a little bit younger. So Cliff is not originally from Brunswick. I, I was born and raised here. You hear me talk about Brunswick a lot with mail on the podcast, but... Cliff was born, excuse me, Cliff was born in Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey, Marsh yeah. Plains, New Jersey. Yeah, and moved so, out here when he was 10. Yeah, so I've been picked on many of times for being Yankee, but I don't care. Nah, I'm Cliff, pretty, I have more Southern blood in me now than Yankee blood, so. I was about to say, Cliff, Cliff is wearing an Atlanta, Georgia shirt. He's a massive Bulldog fan. You're a Georgia boy. Yeah. I, I don't care okay, what anybody so, says. You're so a Georgia boy. the story boy. about this shirt is me and my wife, we went on uh our year trip to Alabama. Okay. We went to Alabama for uh on, I can't remember the city now where we went. But anyway, we went here and we found out that they have this store yeah. called Unclaimed Baggage. That's what it's called. And all the stuff from I think around the world, I think. I mean, don't quote me on that, I, but I know it's every every um, place in the United States comes to this one store. All the unclaimed baggage, anything that's not claimed within a certain amount of time in the airports, okay, they come to this store and they sell it real cheap. Well, I need to go get some of my so, stuff back then. Yeah, because <laughs> I definitely have lost luggage so and found, stuff in airports. I found this Atlanta T-shirt in an Alabama store. Yeah. So someone apparently just you know bought an Atlanta shirt in Atlanta and then lost their baggage and said, oh, "I don't care about that anymore." Apparently, but it was. I mean, it was like a dollar. Yeah. For a brand, I mean, this tags. Yeah. We're still on it. I'm like, I bought a Calvin Klein tie. Uh-huh. It was white with silver stripes. Yeah, yeah. Really nice. Price tag on it. Still had the original price tag on it. 80 bucks. Uh-huh. Bought it for 15. You got to think though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great, fantastic deal. But you got to yeah. think like, literally they're doing nothing but making money. Exactly. Because all the stuff they got, they got for free. Exactly. It was just it's like it's like a a yard sale for airports. Yeah. Only they're you're not selling your stuff. Yeah, they're just, selling your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they have essentially stole your crap. Yeah. Basically <laughs> that's are, what it is. So literally they are running a hot pawn shop. Like yeah. everything in that place is stolen. Yeah. Like it would be really easy for the cops to find all of our lost products that we lost mm-hmm. in an airport. They go to one place. You know what? I think we should start a shop here and just get all the stuff from the police stations. <laughs> you know? Like all the weed and well, you know though, like they they do that. Like police every few years or whatever have like these auctions. Yeah, I don't think they sell the weed or the crack, but they sell like the cars and computers and things like that that they've impounded on people. Mm And I feel like they don't sell everything, so I feel like there would be a bunch of stuff that you know people you know leave behind or something. Oh well, and I'm sure some of that stuff goes home with cops. Like you know, no of them just saying like. I'm pretty sure that's where cops are doing most of their Christmas shopping, like unclaimed yeah. things that were taken by from people. Yeah, I know that's what I would do if I was a cop because I used to do my Christmas shopping when I worked at the radio station in the prize closet. Yeah, it's like what's the stuff we can't give away in here? <laughs> like, I, I mean, half my mom's like kitchen <laughs> supplies are from because we couldn't get like you can't give away on air like kitchen crap and stuff like that. I mean, you can, but we didn't. 
And but these companies that we used to contract with would send us these free things to give away mm-hmm. on air. And some of it was just if you're like, I, we're just not going to give that away. Like it's just there's nobody's going to care. Yeah. And so <laughs> around birthdays and Christmas, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure, Cliff, some of the things I've gotten you over the years came from the prize closet. That's fine with me. No, I, I mean, I knew you wouldn't care, period. No, I'm not picky. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't have given you anything I didn't think you would genuinely like. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I know for a fact that most everybody that got gifts over the eight years that I worked at the radio station, some of those gifts were out of the prize closet. Yeah. So, trust me, if I was a cop or if I worked in an airline, I would be doing my Christmas shopping mm-hmm. in unclaimed stuff. Yeah. But but we were talking about, I actually, I have a funny airport story before we get back. So the first time I ever flew, I flew, I was flying from Atlanta. I was living in Atlanta at the time. So I was flying out of Atlanta to California. Now, thank God it was a nonstop flight because mm-hmm. I hate layovers. Like, put me in the plane, get me where I'm going, get me off the plane. I just, I, I just, I'm, I'm okay with flying, but I'm not yeah. a gigantic fan. But I'm super nervous because, one, it's the first time flying. And, two, I'm going through the largest airport in the world, Atlanta. Yeah. Like, now I'm a pro. Yeah. I've flown out of Atlanta so much that I'm like a – I've got one of the punch cards. I'm like a frequent, you know, guest at the Atlanta airport. Used to be, not anymore. But the first time I ever flew, I was so nervous and anxious. And, so, and of course, you know, it's early morning, so it wasn't like horribly packed, but it was packed enough. And so, and I'm with some people, so they're helping me a little bit, but they're like, you know, make sure you got your ticket out, get your ID out, you got to go through security. Then as soon as you go through security, they like rush you to take off all your clothes so you can be, you know, checked because that's how you feel. You're like throwing shoes off and belts and, you know, pants and they're touching you in weird places. And I feel like I'm, (laughs) you know, on a bad date or something. Mm -hmm. But so I get through, I get through, I get through security. That's fine. I get through the metal detectors and all that and grab my stuff in that panic and and i'm with people that flew all the time too so they're like real quick with it they and they don't understand this like i'm freaking out the whole time thing and so they're just like come on let's go let's go you know trying to get through because i get it like you don't want to get bogged down we're trying to get on and stuff like that so that's fine so i get through everything i've made it we we go hang out in the delta lounge for a while finally get on a flight fly to atlanta or fly to i think we were going to san diego to a conference it was when I was working in ministry and we fly to San Diego and we're at this hotel and everything's going well. And, um, we get a rental car and the CEO of the, pl- the ministry I was working for and our operations manager, it was us three. I think we're the only three people that went. And so they had to go to a meeting. And so the, uh, ops manager, Chaz, he gives me the keys to the rental car. He said, go ride around, go do whatever. Like you don't need to be in this meeting. So just go do something, you know, have fun, yeah. whatever. So I'm driving around and all of a sudden I think I haven't seen my driver's license since <laughs> security at the airport. Mm-hmm. So like I get somewhere, like I went to like a Dave and Buster's or something to play video games. So I get there and like pull my wallet out and no, I don't have my driver's license. I'm like, crap. Well, maybe it's just in my bag because I threw I threw everything like you know when you go through the X ray machine and stuff I threw everything in my book bag to just mm-hmm. get on get it in there get yeah. on about my life, so I go get back to the hotel I'm tearing everything apart I'm like I don't have my ID, like I'm in California luckily I'm in this country but still I don't have yeah. my ID, I didn't have my passport on me, 
Like, you're actually the only reason why I have a passport. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, I tell you that back. When I got married, we went out of the country. But mm-hmm. I got a passport when me and you went on our senior cruise. Yeah. And so, and I've had it ever since because they last <laughs> like 15 years or whatever. Yeah. Something you crazy. Can, I think there's different. It's like driver's license. You can do like yeah, 10, 15. Yeah. What, whatever I did, I did yeah. the longest one at the time because yeah. it just made the most sense. And I think, I mean, if you're going to get a passport... Just go ahead and get the longest yeah. one possible. Well, and that's the same thing with the driver's know. license. Yeah. Like, I don't understand people that go get, like, a five-year driver's license where you can get an eight-year driver's license. Like, yeah. unless you just, you know, are, like, 99 years old and you, don't and you want to save 15 bucks. Like, just pay the extra. Don't be cheap. Just pay yeah. it because nobody remembers to renew their driver's license. You might as well prolong it as long as yeah, possible. Exactly. So, I don't have my passport. I don't have my driver's license. I'm freaking out. Luckily... My girlfriend at the time, who ended up marrying, but now we're divorced. But my girlfriend at the time, like she, she lived in Athens, and my apartment was in Kennesaw, so it wasn't too far. And she had a key. I'd given her a spare key in case she ever needed to get in or whatever. So I call her up. I'm like, "You have to go to my apartment. This is where my passport's at. You have to overnight it to me because <laughs> I have to leave California. I don't want to be stuck in this state. No. Although now, like, I wouldn't mind so much be, being stuck in California. It's actually a beautiful state, and I have some friends out there and stuff like that. But it's, like, my first time, and I'm and it's just the traffic's crazy and everything's going on. I'm just like, I don't want to be stuck here for the rest of my life. You have to. So she gets my passport. She overnights it to me. So whatever, I don't tell anybody. Like the only people that know that I left my passport is my ex-wife and the people I work with because I had to tell them, you yeah. know, why I was getting this passport in the next day. <laughs> we get back home, I order a new driver's license. And I needed to change my address anyways because I had just moved. Mm-hmm. So I needed a new yeah. license. So I go on and I just, you know, do the change of address thing, whatever. So like two months later, I get this phone call from my mom and she goes, do you have your driver's license? I'm like, yeah, why? She was because I'm looking at it. And I'm like, she goes, it came from the Atlanta airport. I'm like, wait, what? She goes, what's going on? It's because she's freaking out thinking like for all these months, I haven't had my driver's license, which I didn't have it for. <laughs> I didn't have it for like a few weeks, but yeah. still I went and got a new license. So, but apparently somebody in the airport found my driver's license. And because it, my driver's license had, this address on it. I yeah. hadn't changed it yet. They mailed it here. So my mom gets my driver's license in my mail and I'm like, just shred it. I've got a brand new one. It's okay. But <laughs> so anyways, I don't know. I was kind of surprised. I figured somebody would find it and just chunk it, but actually somebody in the airport was courteous enough to put it in the envelope and mail it back. So whoever you are, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I didn't need it, but I appreciate yeah. it. It was the thought that counts. Mm-hmm. So, but we were talking earlier about, uh, Family Dollar or Dollarville Dollar General and Family Dollar and yeah, Dollar Tree and all that. Kind of good stories. But the Dollar Tree used to be in the mall, and it was right across from a movie theater. And I know you did this, or mm-hmm. at least I, I think you did. But when I was growing up, we used to go to the Dollar Tree and buy candy. I still do that. Do you I still do that? I go. I, there's a Dollar General out by where I live. Yeah, I I go there and get the Dollar candies. Yeah, thing. you just stuff them. Yeah, I got those cargo shorts. You know, yeah, exactly. I throw, I throw them in there. They don't check that. No, my and of course, you know, I was with my mom. You know, when I was younger, like we were with parents, and so like mom would just put it in her purse and then walk into the theater. Yeah, it's just like one time. One time I was with a friend, and his mom even tried to like get us sodas, and we're like, okay, look, there's. 
there's a line here. Like we're mm-hmm. not like hauling sodas in. Like we can buy yeah, a drink. We can okay. buy that. I'm I'm okay buying drinks there. Yeah. I mean, it's still expensive, but I mean the candy. Yeah, there's the, the, it's to the get same candy thing. and drink is just crazy. Yeah, it's, and the candy is the same thing. Like there's yeah. nothing special about. Although bunch of crunch. Movie theater is about the only place you can find Bunch of Crunch. Pretty much. Which I do love Bunch of Crunch. But yeah. Raisinets, that kind of stuff, yeah, that's sold the, most everywhere else. I was like, I mean, I usually get Reese's Pieces there. I'm yeah. like, man, I go, to, I go to Dollar General and I get the Reese's Pieces there. Yeah, the Reese's Pieces. You get it in the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy it in, the, in like that big bag. Yeah. And then you just pour it into like a Ziploc bag and then take it with you that way. And you get more that way anyways because exactly. movie theater sizes. But... But I have to get popcorn though. Like mm-hmm. that, I will buy at a movie theater. Yeah, I mean, I'll I, spend forty five bucks on a popcorn. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have like, sold. Like I have had to, you know, like mortgage a house to yeah. buy popcorn at the movie. Like, theater. can I do this in installments? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, give blood samples and everything. Yeah. The first time I ever went to a theater in Atlanta when I moved, because here. Like remember when it, remember here like the big thing was when we got the Dippin' Dots machine. Yeah, like that was and massive. I really don't understand why that didn't stay. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. That. I love the Dippin' Dots machine, although I don't think I ever you know, but once or twice bought it. But it was cool. Like the thought that I could have it was a cool thing. Yeah. Well, I remember the first time I went to a movie theater in Atlanta, and like they have pizza and hot dogs and stuff there, and I was like, <gasps> and chicken strips, and it all tastes oh, yeah. like crap. Oh yeah. But it's just the point that I could go eat an entire dinner at the movie theater now. Mm-hmm. Then I went to a like an actual place. Uh, what was the name of that place? Oh, I know that theater that you took me to that one time when I was up there helping you move. Yeah, that's the one. That, I'm that theater that had the tray tables that fold, yeah. folded out. I was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, that one. Wait, did we really? Is that where we went? Did we yeah. go to one that you could order? You could order real food yeah. and like drinks and yeah. Okay, I can remember. It had the tray table and everything yeah, yeah. that folded out. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, why don't we have one of these in Brunswick? I know. Well, <laughs> and here's the thing, though, about the Brunswick Theater is the GTX or whatever it's called. Yeah. Like, it's a Georgia Theater. Yeah, which Georgia Theater Company is who owns the one here. We don't have AMC and Regal and all that no. kind of stuff. But whatever, that's fine. But the Georgia Theater Company, they almost did a good job. Like, they were so close to doing a good yeah. job. The GTX theaters have these big, lush, plush chairs. But every other theater that I've ever gone to, and again, they're all in Atlanta, but have those same chairs, they recline. Yeah. And the theater company here, even they put the extra space in the walkways because mm-hmm. that's so what that's for. Yeah, that's what it's like for. that's that you put extra space in the walkways for people to walk by while you're reclined out. They can still walk by. Exactly. But for some reason here, they didn't put the reclining chairs in. No. They put the same type, the same style, real high back plus chairs, which are very mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. But come on, put a recliner in it. Yeah. Like I, I just I have a hard time going to theaters now that don't have reclining chairs. I got so spoiled in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. The first few times I went to movies, I didn't know about the reclining chair theaters. I went to one down the street from my house, and it was a nice theater. It was nicer than the one we had in Brunswick, although the one we have here now is a little bit better. But it was nicer than the ones we used to have. But, man, as soon as I found a reclining chair theater, I I can't, can't, it's hard to go back. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like literally watching a movie in your living room, only the screen is 18 times bigger than your TV in your living room, yeah, yeah. and people bring you crap. Mm-hmm. Here, I can't get anybody to bring me anything other than the doll brings me his toy sometimes, but yeah. other than that, I don't know. It's crazy. 
But reclining theaters, I highly yeah. approve this message. Mm-hmm. You spoiled me when you took me. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, actually, the one we went to, though, you couldn't, like, they had the concessions, and but they had more stuff at the concessions. Yeah. But I didn't get a chance to take you to one, like, you. I th- they give you a menu when you sit down. I don't think we went yeah, to that kind. Yeah, we didn't go yeah. to that one. There's, one. there's one in Duluth. Well, they're all over Atlanta, but in Duluth particularly. We went to the Regal. That had, but it had the reclining chairs because I can't go to one up there without reclining chairs. Exactly. But there's another one called Studio Movie Grill. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. It was down the street from where I lived in Duluth for a while, and literally, it has like a wait staff. <laughs> so you get your ticket, you go in, you sit down, and then they give you a menu and some, and you have a little button, and you hit it when you want to order, and somebody comes to your chair and takes your order. And you can get real food. You know, they have burgers and wings and salads and all kinds of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Grilled chicken, things. And then they sell alcoholic drinks, too, which is the one we went to had a bar. Yeah, they have a bar. But this one, like, sells drinks and they'll bring it to you. And they have really good milkshakes and all kinds of stuff. And popcorn and soda. But literally, when you want more, you just hit the button. And anytime during the movie, somebody comes to your table and brings it to you. You tell them what you want and they bring it to you. And then, you know, like 10 minutes before the movie ends, they come and bring you a bill and you pay for everything, which sneaky on them. Like literally, especially in the dark of a theater, you don't really see how much anything is. And you're just like hitting your call button to get, you know, the stewardess to come back to Mm -hmm. get you your food and stuff. And then they bring you your bill and you're like, Holy crap. I just, Spent eighty five bucks on food in a movie theater, but mm-hmm. whatever. It's yeah, it's nice. I liked them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know going on the cruise. I always oh, get shocked, shocked at at the bill at the very end. I know, right? You don't. I mean, Jennifer and I, we just went on a two week cruise to well, about Northern Europe, I guess you could say. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a two week cruise, and by the time we got done with it, I was like. Do we really spend this much money? Yeah, and like oh. you can check during the cruise, but yeah. nobody checks. No one checks during. You it. just you got your little room key that you charge everything exactly. to. No, trust me, I know. Because really, it it really ruins your vacation if you actually halfway halfway yeah, into it, no. you look at the bill. You're, you're just right. going to be depressed the rest of the time yeah, anyway, exactly. and not buy anything. <laughs> exactly. You have to go buy the alcohol card so you can just get wasted the whole trip. Yeah. Which that still costs. We got the, when we went on a cruise, we got the, what, the, the $20 Coke cards. You got free Coke the whole time you yeah. were on there, mm-hmm. which was a lifesaver because the Coke was like $10 a cup. So yeah, literally. I can't imagine how much alcohol was because we, we weren't technically young enough to drink at the time or old enough to drink at the time. Well, so. I know um, when we were on this cruise, um, I found out that I like Jameson really good. Yeah. And I found out you know, how I like it and everything. And so I went up to the bar um, a couple of days later and I got got me a um, Jameson and Ginger because that's what I like. That's like my drink now. <laughs> and so I went up there and got it and I got a double and they put it in a real tall glass and that was 20, 24 bucks. I was like, yep, I think next time I'm going to get me the alcohol sticker. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Because I was like, next time I come on this cruise, I'm going to be doing a lot more of this. So. Yeah, well, and two, again, like the alcohol sticker is like 40, 50 bucks or something. Exactly. If so you, you buy, buy like, over a seven-day cruise, if you buy two or three drinks, you've more than paid for it anyways. Exactly. 
or you get one drink a day at dinner or something like exactly. that, you've more than paid for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, but I, like, I think I'm going to skip on the Coke car and just drink water. And when I'm not drinking, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it makes sense if you're going to for sure. Yeah. But no, I, I love a cruise. Like mm-hmm. just God, yeah. we ate so much food. Dude. Royal Caribbean, I really believe, is better than Carnival, is my perception. I mean, yeah. but I really think it's, I mean, a lot of people say Carnival is better than Royal Caribbean, but I think it's your perspective on who, I mean, everyone's different, and it just depends on what you like to do. Exactly. Do you like to go out and party? Yeah. Or do you like to relax? Exactly. And Carnival's like, a party cruise. Yeah. If you go on Carnival... Don't expect to relax. No. And honestly, I mean, Royal Caribbean isn't a relaxing cruise if you don't want it to be. No, they have tons of stuff to do. I mean, but I mean, there's tons of stuff to do on Royal Caribbean as well. But I really feel like there's a lot less, you know, loud music and partying going on. I really think it's more laid back most of the time. I mean, yeah, they have some nightclubs. On their shifts, but... But um, that's the thing. They keep... Royal Caribbean keeps their, like, nightclub stuff to, like, nightclubs on the ship. Yeah. Carnival has, like, deck parties and stuff like that. And Royal Caribbean does, like, deck parties, but usually they're just, like, food involved. Yeah. It's kind of like a mingle party. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because we we went on a seven-day cruise with me and you went, and there was, like, two midnight buffets... Oh, yeah. In the seven days we were there. I know we went to at least one. We may have gone to both of them. I mean. But we I went mean, to at least one, and yeah. they had the cool cups that lit up on the bottom. And Oh, yeah. I still have that cup. We met that uh, We met th- that family that's like Indian royalty or something. That was really kind of cool. Yeah. I don't remember a whole lot about them, but I just remember they were like royalty from India or something. Yeah. And that's another thing I was, why I like hanging out with you is that, you know, I'm a, I don't, I'm not outward kind of kind of guy and everything yeah. but you are yeah you you can go up to anyone and start start a conversation or anything i couldn't do that but that's why i like hanging out with you because that we get to i get to meet interesting people that <laughs> i never would have talked to in my life <laughs> remember before we went on that trip i was like i bet i'll know somebody on this cruise. yeah and i really thought of like yeah i'm gonna take that babe because i guarantee you no one we know is going to be on the, me and you combined. We're not going to find someone on this crew that well, we know. And rightfully so. Like, like me and you have gone to a bunch of different places over the years together for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. And, uh, we've been to Athens a few times and we've been to Orlando and, mm-hmm. and some different places and most everywhere we went, we did find somebody we know, but well, obviously, I mean, I mean, literally it's like every time I was out with, we went out, we found someone that you knew. Well, in, but, in Brunswick for yeah. sure, but even yeah. some of the out town things. But again, part of that was because we were like at Georgia Games, and yeah. we both knew people that had gone to the University of Georgia, and so you're just going to happen to kind of yeah. run into those people. But this cruise, we had to drive like four hours to yeah. get to the cruise ship. I mean, we drove to Cape Canaveral. Yeah, and that's where the cruise ship was leaving to go, and it was a. Um, Caribbean cruise. Yeah, it was Royal Caribbean. And so like... Well, no, it was like, but it was the Caribbean... Yeah, exactly. And so we were doing yeah. seven days around the Caribbean. It was a fantastic yeah. cruise. But but we pull up in the parking lot and I'm... And partially joking, but honestly yeah. not at the same time. Like I just, <laughs> I just had this weird feeling. But I'm like, Cliff, I bet I'm going to know somebody. And of course, your parents thought I was crazy. Yeah. And I, I was like, it's possible, but I was like, I don't think it's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. So... 
like day three or something. Yeah, literally. It wasn't like at the very last day where yeah. I was like, okay. But no, it was day three. I like day like, two or three, we're in Johnny Rockets. There was yeah. a Johnny Rockets restaurant on the ship. Mm-hmm. And which I really had, think Johnny Rockets is on every single Royal Caribbean ship. It probably is. It probably is. But, and it was fantastic because you pay like four bucks and it's like all you can eat. Like it's so yeah. cool. I love mm-hmm. John. First of all, I love Johnny Rockets food. But there's a couple of Johnny Rockets around Atlanta that I've been to over the years. Mm-hmm. But the first one was on the ship, actually. Yeah. But I love Johnny Rockets. So we're sitting on the we're sitting on the cruise ship one afternoon. I think our I think your parents and grandparents have gone on like an excursion. We just didn't want to go. Yeah, like, there was. I think oh, it was Jamaica. Is when we were in Jamaica. Oh yeah, Jamaica. When uh, we just we got off the ship, yep. we went and looked at a couple of stores, yep. and then we came back. Because like while you're walking down the oh, yeah. road, Jamaica, like every person asks you, do you want to take a taxi? And like literally, there'll be like six people in a circle, and all six will ask you if you want to take a taxi. Like telling the first one no was like, yeah. well, I'm still considering. Yeah. So we just it was just one thing, and we didn't want well, to do a whole lot that day, anyways. And and Jamaica for Royal Caribbean is different yeah. than when we went because me and my wife went there for our anniversary and Royal Caribbean has their own port now. Oh, okay. So um, you don't get the taxi drivers that come up to you every 10 seconds and ask you if you want to go see the falls. Yeah. You know, it's taxi drivers that have been hired and background checked by Royal Caribbean. Yeah. And they are to do nothing except what they're told to do. Yeah. Okay, so you're not, the taxi driver that pull up don't ask you anything. You just walk up to them and you say, hey, I want to go to the falls. Yeah. And they'll take you there. But there's no one there that bugs the crap out of you. Yeah, well, that's good because yeah. I hated Jamaica. Because, yeah, I, I hated that too, that, you know, you can't walk 10 feet without a cab driver pulling over and asking if you want to go see the falls. Yeah, exactly. So we get off the ship for a little bit. Cliff was looking for a chain or something oh yeah i i recently i bought an anchor yeah but i didn't it didn't have a chain to it yeah and so we saw that there was a jewelry store here and i just wanted to get a gold chain to go with the anchor yeah so So that's why we were getting that's all our only mission really yeah that was our only mission like we wanted to go in look around for a little bit and come back and of course we got bombarded the whole way there the whole way back but it was fine whatever so we get back on the ship we go eat lunch at johnny rockets and we're sitting there and i was like cliff where's my money and he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, I know some people sitting in this restaurant right now. He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, that's bull crap. Yeah, it's, <laughs> there's just no way. Well, sure enough, the family that owns Grandy's here in Brunswick, yeah. well, I they used to own it. I think their children own it now. But anyways, yeah. but the guy who managed Grandy's at the time here in Brunswick and his wife were literally sitting at the bar in Johnny Rockets on a seven-day cruise trip that went out of Port Canaveral like four and a half hours from Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I know somebody. <laughs> so after that, I I learned never to doubt that yeah. Daniel can't find someone yeah, that don't, don't ever doubt don't me. know. So. Yeah, don't ever doubt me again. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 kind of crazy. Like every, after that, Dan's like, "I bet we're going to know something." I was like, "I bet you, I bet you'll find something that you know too." Yep. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm never going to doubt you again. No, it's I tend to I tend to, it's not quite as bad. I mean, I still know a lot of people in Brunswick, but there's so many new people that's come in over the last few years. Oh yeah, that I do go to a lot of places that I don't. Although I did know a few people in Blaze today, I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I know who they are. I just don't know yeah. them super well, and so I didn't go talk to them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there were a few people in Blaze today that yeah. I knew. So and I always get excited when I know someone. Just, you know how you, 
I'm like, hey, I know someone. <laughs> I know. We'll be somewhere and Cliff will be like, you know, because it's always, I'm always like, hey, I know yeah, that person. It's I know always that person. Daniel. So when it's me that yep. knows someone and he doesn't know him, I'm like really stoked. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cliff's like, I know that person. I'm so excited. So I don't blame you, though. It's okay. All right, well. That's going to do it for now. All right. We'll uh, hopefully be able to do another one of these here pretty soon and kind of figure out where we're going. But hope you enjoy some of our stories from the day, and we'll talk to you again soon.